Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. After encountering Mrs. Muffin in the woods, the boys head back with her to her cabin. At the cabin, they gossip and discover that Jessica had recently stayed there with Bob and Q. The gang stays up, eating and theorizing before settling in for the night. And in the morning, they leave the cabin as they prepare to head to the courthouse of the Northern Isles, hoping to discover the truth behind Michelle Crichton's case and hopefully the gal's whereabouts. I do declare, your honor is back in session. Get lost, you scamp. All right, goodbye. <laughs> and yeah, you guys head out of Mrs. Muffin's cabin, and she begins to walk like off in the other direction, like deeper into the woods. All right, well, we weren't murdered, and we were fed. Pretty successful night. Crazy idea. What if we follow her? Whatever for? I don't know. See what she's up to. She was really nice, but she also did seem very suspicious. No, of course. I mean, more than meets the eye for sure, but... Do you think it's connected to what our mission is, or are you just curious? I think potentially there could be a connection. I mean, she kicked us out very quickly. Well, I mean, if you're a working woman, even if you do run a bed and breakfast, you don't necessarily want people in your home when you're not there, right? Right. I don't know. Seemed to be in a bit of a rush. We could go. Definitely keep it on the radar. All right. To the court? All right. To the courthouse. Okay. And you guys continue the hike you had started yesterday. You go westward through the dense, dense snow. It is very cold, uncomfortably so. But regardless, you work on through the heavy snow, and about an hour in, everyone please roll a constitution saving throw for me. Do we still have that constitution? You still have the plus one. Basically, it's going to last you for today. Uh, and those of you who drank the hot cocoa for today, you have one use of advantage on this saving throw, but it wears off after this. Wait, so I can use it now? Yes. That is a 20, not natural. Beautiful. 16. Okay. 14. 
Okay. All of you basically, except for Kit, you see Kit at this point seems to get worn down quite a bit. No! And so his tentacles have begun to freeze up a little bit. You see, like, he has multiple of them, and so now the front two and the back two are doing the brunt of the work, but the side two are just kind of, like, hanging out. And he goes, uh, how much longer do you think it is to the courthouse? Hopefully not much longer. Kid. Yeah? Do you promise me not to rip, tear, or lose what I'm about to give you? Uh, sure, I promise. No way. Take my coat, kid. Oh my god, really, Mr. Thomas? Only if you promise those things. Yeah, yeah, I promise. Here. Oh, thank you. And he goes to put it on. He's going to roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay, he rolls well. You see, he puts his big, beefy arm through the jacket. (laughs) And you see, like, the fabric begins to stretch. You get the feeling the seam is about to pop, but he does it delicately, and it doesn't. Good, Kit. Okay, I already feel a little bit better. Thank you. He's still looking kind of shitty, but he looks like, yeah, he, he feels a little bit better. No problem. Oh, what's that? And you see that you guys have been traveling on a small road. And then he points to, like, a clearing that leads onto a larger road. Like, something that could ostensibly, you know, have horses ride on it or maybe even, like, a small caravan. And at that point, you see some signs. One points towards Los Marineros slash Isla Libre. And another points towards Court of the Northern Isles. Court of the Northern Isles. It looks like the court points northward on the road and the other one points southward. And then directly ahead of you, you guys have been traveling west, directly ahead of you is basically like cliffside and ocean. I'll be honest with all of you, we will probably end up to the other area when we get this murder case to try to investigate and such. I was going to say a very similar thing. I think that our priority may be to investigate the court first. Right. That sounds good to me. Uh, we still do disguises, right? What are our fake names for the, the court? Right. Hmm. Hmm. I should probably come up with something better than Pomus Telps. Probably. You should probably pick something consistent, nephew. <laughs> I guess I'm stuck with Pomus Telps then. Well, no, I suppose you can change it now, I- but don't change it too much. What did I use in the other place? Was I Paul? Yes, Paul Telps. Paul Te- okay, I'll be Paul Telps. Great. I will still be Richard Edgeworth. Or I guess Bitchard is kind of fun. That could be my stage name. I don't know how that would look in a marquee, but okay. Right. I suppose I have no reason to hide from the court, right? They don't know I'm associated with you. Other than we're related. We don't know what Hagatha knows. Right. right. I will, uh... Lilith. Very well. Onward! And you guys begin walking. This takes another 30 or 40 minutes, basically. So everyone, please give me another constitution saving throw. So that bonus will last the whole day, you said? Yes, the bonus does. The advantage was for one. Right. 13. I also got a 13. Okay. 15. Okay. You all do well. However, at this point, Richard and Kit look like they are doing worse. As the cold basically kind of sets in. You see, Richard is still looking pretty okay. 
Uh, however, Kit begins moving a lot slower. Even with the coat? Come on, Kit. You get the feeling that it's not as bad as it could be. It maybe helped him out a little bit. So, like, he's he's moving a little slower. You guys find yourselves having to wait for Kit. So this trip that would have taken, you know, roughly 40 minutes takes a little closer to an hour. However, as you get there, the sun is still on its way up. When Mrs. Muffin woke you all up, it was still like dark morning. So now it is getting to be roughly around the time where the court may have been open for an hour max. But eventually you see it. As the chill sets in your bones, you finally come upon a courthouse on a cliffside. Its architecture is modern and minimalistic with simple unadorned stone shapes evoking an abstracted version of the traditional courthouse architecture. Standing guard before the courthouse are three reclaimers in full white plate mail armor, and they are armed to the teeth. There are wooden barricades with do not cross signs blocking the entrance into the courthouse. At the barricade are two figures. As you approach the barricade, you see one of the figures is another reclaimer, also fully decked out. The other is what kind of looks like a floating green meatball. It has one eye in the middle of its body with a large toothy mouth beneath it. The creature is clad in a little trench coat and hat and then poking out above the collar of the trench coat are two stalks with smaller eyes on them. And then instead of arms poking out of the armholes, you see two more of those eyed stalks. You then hear the creature go, But Mr. Reclaimer, you've got to let me through. The people have a right to know what happened here. From beneath the Reclaimer's helmet, you hear, I told you, it's not up to me. Courthouse is closed to the general public until further notice. When Judge Wicksworth has additional details to share, we will let you know. Closed. What's our story? Why would we have reason to not be part of the general public? Hmm, lawyers. We're lawyers, all right? I mean, we are attorneys, right? Oh, that's right. I am a lawyer. I forget sometimes. I'm an entrepreneur. That's right. Kit's an entrepreneur. Let's go. What would an entrepreneur need at the courthouse? Uh, are you listening to yourself, Tiro? Come on. Perhaps we're the assistants of the lawyer team. I do like this idea. This is a great idea. Thought you might. Edgeworth and Phelps. Phelps and Edgeworth. Mm. Anyway... Let's walk through the front door and see what happens. Uh, you currently would have to go over the barricade to even get to the front door. Climb the barricade, everyone, <laughs> for the revolution. Well, now, wait a second. Is there a back entrance or a side? It, it is on a cliff. Ah. So unless you had, like, cliff climbing gear, you probably I couldn't see. go around the sides. Now that you look at it, you actually see that, like, the courthouse very clearly has lower levels that are built into the cliffside, like a descent subterranean, basically. Interesting. All right, I suppose uh, over the barricades we go. Right, and you guys walk up, and the green meatball and the reclaimer are arguing, but as the reclaimer sees you, he goes, Hold up, hold up. Courthouse is closed until further notice. Lawyers. For- and then I walk through. <laughs> he puts a hand on your chest. For what purpose? Lawyering. We have vital information for the case at hand. And what case is that? As you say vital information... All the eye stalks on the green creature turn to you, and the mouth smiles. <laughs> Vital information, you say. Name's Iris Amos. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Mr. Amos. 
Well, would you mind speaking to me for, for a moment? I'm a uh, reporter from the reporter, Middle Finger Gazette. R- reporter, I could hear it from a mile away. Don't talk to him. Um, well, that's a little rude. So sorry for my colleague here. No questions at this time. Have you information on the case regarding Michelle Crichton, Jessica Feltra, and Barbara? Viper will, like, give a polite smile and then turn to the reclaimer and say yes. And who exactly are you representing? Uh, Crichton. Right. We may have been a little late. Look, and then, like, Tronic is going to pull out, like, a fake ID with his mind illusion. Like, look, my name is Detective Ron Hankins. I'm here to investigate more on the situation at hand involving Miss Crichton and Miss Jessica Felcher. Uh, because Miss Jessica Felcher is such a large and uh, famous person, um, we think that this situation could use a little bit more of an investigation to see just exactly what's going on here. And I'm Michelle Crichton's lawyer, so I belong in there. He's going to get advantage on this role because of what Thomas is saying. What is the DC for Minor Illusion? If it uses my regular save DC, it's 17. Oh. No. With the advantage, he rolls an 18. And he goes, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm not buying it. If you have official paperwork, I don't know what that thing you're showing me is. Uh, Judge Wicksworth doesn't issue anything like that. And we already have our, uh, I guess, guest attorney present. So. Well, I'm the other attorney. <laughs> Guest attorney. How many reclaimers are there? There's uh, the reclaimer you're talking to and then three by the entrance of the courthouse. My assistant here doesn't know what he's talking about. Listen, I am a lawyer that is a part of this case. Like, please, just allow me. They don't know what they're talking about. You were previously part of the case already? In a way, sure. Now I'm more involved. I don't recall seeing you at Michelle's trial. That's not my fault if you didn't see me. There's been call for a mistrial. There's more hands on deck needed, considering Roberta, that. Roberta, uh, sorry, what's your name again? Me? Yeah. Paul. Roberta, uh, Paul what? Telps. You may have heard of me. Roberta, go ask Judge Wicksworth if he's expecting a Paul Telps. Yeah, you got it. And you see one of the reclaimers from the back, uh, walks inside the door. So tempted to do something that just really could go horribly wrong. I'm also tempted to do something. Me too. Who did he just send in? Roberta. Roberta, yeah. Okay, I'll wait for Roberta to come back. Iris looks at you excitedly and goes, while you're waiting, please, do you have any additional details that you may be willing to give me? Unfortunately, it's confidential to the public right now. Oh, but the public deserves to know what's happening here. This is a miscarriage of justice. Indeed. And so I would hate to spread misinformation. We only have some of the information that may lead to the whole picture. Marvelous! I would love to have access to that information so that we may have a more informed public. I believe the public would rather be informed on the finished product of the picture. Certainly, but we're building that case now so that we can get it to them with expedience when the full story is ready. Mr. Amos, respectfully, I cannot give you information at this time. Oh. Mr. Amos, any information that's shared outside of the court and outside of private conversations can be used against us in a court of law. And also, it let our opponents know what our defense is going to be. So, objectively, we cannot divulge such information at this time. So there is going to be a case then? Who? You, you said your opponents. Possibly. 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 I hear you are defending Miss Crichton? A mistrial? Yes. Possibly. Again, we're here to speak to... Actually, we can't defend Miss Crichton because she's dead, right? Well, we're... Well, Mr. Telps, this is unheard of, uh, representing a client who's no longer living. Well, I've seen stranger things, believe me. 
seasons one, two, and three, but um, <laughs> I will have to talk to you about it later. Certainly. While uh, you're here at Edgeworth and Phelps uh, and Associates, we we love to break new ground, and uh, representing the dead in court has never been done, but the dead have rights too. And That's right. I, I, Bitchard Edgeworth, uh, would really love to uh, take the charge on that and, and make history along with my assistants and my junior associate here, There Paul is Phelps. also the point of burial for the body. You see, if there is something that could be said or proven about Miss Crichton, even in death, then if she is alleviated of some charges, she may receive a more proper, respectful burial. And if not, then there may be something else going on as well. Have they been able to fish her body from the sea? That is classified. Is Roberta back yet? Uh, Roberta <laughs> exits at this point and goes... I'm going to cast Charm Person before she says anything. Oh! <laughs> yeah! Okay. How does that work? She would have to, <laughs> since it's not combat, she has to roll a wisdom saving throw. Okay. She rolls a 17. Uh, What's your spell save DC? <laughs> it's not a 17. Thomas, you see Roberta come out. You, like, kind of swirl your fingers. We hear, like, a vague poof, but no one really notices it. And you see, like, she kind of shakes her head and now, like, goes, ugh. Yeah, um, sorry, uh, Judge Wicksworth said that he's not expecting anyone else today. How about we give a suggestion and I'll, like, snap my finger. And then as Prodicus is talking to Thomas and he snaps his finger on the word suggestion, he turns to the other guy who's, like, gatekeeper. He's like, let us in, and if we're not needed, we'll leave. Oh, my God. He rolls a two. Here we go. So, so he turns around and goes, see, I told you. And then you snap that and you say that, and he goes, that you're needed at the court. Uh, come on through. And he lifts the barricade aside. Hey, 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 what are you what are you doing, Captain? Just let them through. They're needed. I, I'm pretty sure Judge Wixler just said that's an order. Right. Okay. Viper loosens her grip on her throwing knives and pets her snakes to kind of be like, shh, it's okay. Never mind. Everything's fine. Never mind. Mr. Reclaimer, may I come through as well? No. Darn. <laughs> Damn it. I've been banned from Dave and Buster's. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a TikTok sound. We're halfway there. Hello? Nikki? Nikki, oh my god, you're okay! Who is this? It's it's me, Daddy G. Your father. Oh, hey, what's up? Oh my god, we've been looking everywhere for you. Where are you, son? Mm, yeah, so you're not really actually talking to anybody right now. You're talking to a voicemail machine. What? <laughs> gotcha! No, 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 no! <laughs> oh my god, you should have seen it. And then when you... Oh my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> this is you. It's you. You got me good, son. You got me. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, for real. I'm not actually here. No, no. You have to be here. Seriously. No, you're here. You're here, son. No, seriously. You're talking to a voicemail. Fuck. It's a voicemail. Yeah, it's a voicemail. It's it's really just a voicemail. Uh-huh. I miss you. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you want to figure out where I am, then heed these words and listen up. 
get a pen and pencil. And uh, uh, write, the write this down. Clues to find out my oh, location. Fuck, we got him, boys. We got him. Clue number one. I'm in a place not seen in a long time. Two. I am by the sea, but under... No, I'm just fucking with you, dude. I don't oh. know. Maybe my phone's dead. Fuck! Or uh, I just can't come to the phone right now, so just leave a message and uh, I'll call you back. All right. Um, hey, Nikki. It's your father, Daddy G. Just calling because you haven't come home yet. I miss you, son. I know I wasn't always the perfect father. Sometimes I... I only ever made myself half available to you. But now... You're gone, and... It feels like I lost half my soul. I love you, son. Um, I know how much you like that Drimbus thing, and, well, since you've been gone, I keep getting these emails pretty much every week from patreon.com slash Drimbus. I don't want to snoop, but half of me was curious, and, well, I just wanted to check it out, so... I heard they've got a, a new TTRPG. Oh, man. I thought Nikki would love to play this. They've got some behind-the-scenes content. Oh, and uh, they've got plenty of bonus series. I, uh, not gonna lie, I kind of got hooked. I'm about halfway through uh, Beyond D&D. Morkborg seems fun. And, uh, well, I'm all caught up on Back to Basics. Here, I thought I'd, I'd leave you a taste. Figured you must be missing it. We need... A holy symbol to fight the red brands. The red brands are gonna come and they're going to attack the people in your town. They're going to slaughter your women and children, your miners, and then they're gonna do away with the minor labor laws and they're going to force all your children into hard labor. Do you want that, Elmar? And he's gonna roll an intimidation, like not to like oh intimidate God. him physically, but to intimidate him with the stories. So. Okay, go ahead and roll. 20. All right. Is that a natural 20? Or? No, no. It's a 16 plus 4. Okay. Oh, oh my. Oh my god. You're, you're, you're so right. Uh, here, here, here. Uh, here, take this amulet. And uh, he hands over an amulet. It's made of brass, and it's got a nice kind of purple jewel in the center. Thank you, Elmar. Oh, you're, you're, you're most welcome. Oh, man, that Michael Pisani. Sure is a hell of a DM. <laughs> Maybe if I were half as good a DM as he were, you wouldn't have laughed. No point assigning blame. You know I have all your stuff here, Nikki. It's ready for you whenever you want it. Your bonus content, your exclusive merch, your early previews of the new Drimbus TTRPG system. It's all here waiting for you. Oh, <laughs> and everyone in the patron discord has been sending you their best wishes. Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Gretem Bignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Conair on DVD, NB Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles, The Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Thanatos, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, Wilhelm Fox, Trip, Kerry Holmes, and Stoner Panda. We're all rooting for you, Nikki. 
We all miss you. And we all love you. Alright. Stay safe, son. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, and you guys enter the courthouse. However, what's everyone's passive perception? Or passive insight, I guess. 16. 15. 12. Okay, you guys begin to walk up the steps, and uh, Kit kind of smiles at everybody. Goes, Thank you so much. Well, I promise we'll be no, no problem. The entrepreneurs will be right out. And Richard kind of nods at them, and you all step in. However, on your way in, Viper and Tyronicus in particular... You notice that the other three reclaimers are like, something fishy's going on here. They're not stepping out against their captain just now, but you get a vibe that, like, they can tell something's up. Okay. Vibe check. <laughs> but you step into the courthouse, and as you walk in, it is just desolate. You enter and you get the feeling that this was once like a very stark, like minimalist, kind of very pretty modern courthouse. There is a large cafe on the left-hand side, like with a seating area and everything. Mm. At the very far end, there are double doors that seem to lead into the proper courtroom. Along the walls, you see other doors that lead into other rooms. And immediately on the right, you see an area that looks like a bursar's office. And you just see like the carpeting has been torn up. There are bloodstains all over the floor. The inside of the courtroom is fucking Wrecked. Okay, Viper will like take out her throwing knives to have them in her hands and then go like to her snakes yep. for them to lift. Yeah, they're looking. Uh, you see, they're kind of scanning. They kind of look like the turrets in Portal. That's so as cool. As they're scanning around <laughs> yeah, looking. Yeah, yeah. I think we're safe, Viper. You could put those away. I wouldn't necessarily want to be caught with a weapon out in the middle of a courthouse. Right. The danger seems to be gone. I think this is just a crime scene at this point. She'll put the throwing knives away, but the snakes are already on alert, and it's very hard to coax them. Yeah. She'll, like, try to touch them, but a few of them are like... But that's a good job, Agent. Stay on edge just in case. Indeed. Right. Well, so what exactly is our priority in here? Investigate before someone questions why we're here. Shall we split up to make it faster? Yes. All right. I'd like to figure out where the cells are and see if we can get any clues on one if Jessica is still here. Roll an investigation for me, Tyronicus. 14. Okay, you figure it out pretty easily. On the right-hand side, just past the bursar's office, closer to the courthouse, you see a stairwell that leads down into the lower levels, and you assume that that is most likely where the cells are. Next to that are the bathroom doors, and then on the very far wall is the entrance to the courtroom proper. How does the bathroom door look? It looks okay. It, there's like a blood splatter on it, but like it's a functioning door. Like it hasn't been broken. I just wonder if there's something inside the bathroom. You're welcome to check if you wish. Okay, uh, where are we all splitting up? I think I'll stay here in the main room and investigate the blood and all that stuff. All right. I'm going to go down to the cells. All right. Is there an upper level, God? There is not an upper level, uh, or at least you don't see like stairs that lead to an upper level. You get the feeling if there is like an upper loft, 
It might be like inside one of the rooms, there's like a little stair or something that goes up. Okay, so Thomas, you're investigating the lobby area or the courtroom itself? Both. Okay. We're in the courtroom, right? We're already here. Yeah, you're in the courthouse, but there's the courtroom at the back, right? Like where you would hold trial. So the blood splatters are in the lobby? like yes, okay. all over the lobby, especially near the cafe and near the stairs that lead down okay, to the Okay, then s- I will cells. investigate the courtroom itself and then the bathrooms afterward. I'll check the lobby in the cafe. All right. Okay, so let's start with Thomas. So Thomas, you see Viper heads off towards the doors of the courtroom and then Tyronicus begins to head down the stairs. What exactly would you like to investigate first? The big blood stain on the floor. Okay, there are many of them, but I'll let you roll a general investigation first to see what you kind of gather from it. Okay, I got a 19. Okay, that is a very good investigation trick. So you see that there are blood stains and splatters all over the place. Like you get the feeling that this has already been cleaned up, but it's gonna need a much deeper clean to actually get this effectively done. The blood seems rather recent within the last few days at most and then you see there is one especially large pool in the area kind of between it's the main lobby area but it's the area between like the cafe and the bursar's office what you kind of gather from the remnants of it and it's hard to tell again because it has been clean and it's been tampered with but you can tell from the size of it This had to have been more than one creature's blood. Mm. As if like multiple things were killed right here. And then that is kind of the vibe that you get throughout. You manage to catch some trails of blood, kind of like it looked like some injured people like went and were likely gathered in the cafe for some amount of time. You see trails of blood that seem to lead towards the exit of the courthouse. And then along the walls, you see like splatters of blood that you feel are likely remnants from a fight. Like if someone were to, I'm not saying this is what happened, but for example, if someone were to get like slashed with a sword and the blood were to splatter across the wall, like that's kind of what you see there. So can I gather that there's a little bit more blood by the cafe because there were more people gathered there at the time? That is likely what happens. You also see especially large gatherings near the entranceway to the stairs as well. Because people were trying to get out. And you see like blood running down the stairs too. Yeah. Oh man, a lot of people were killed then. Yes. Oh no. That seems to be everything in this room though, right? Just the slaughtering of all the blood that's left behind. You can ask to investigate something specific, like a specific feature, and I will give you details. If there's nothing else you can really think of, I'll let you do one general investigation. It'll be hard for you to catch like any hidden details or something, but just in case. I'll specifically investigate the cafe area. Okay. 23. Yeah, so like I said, it looks like this may have been somewhere where people took shelter a lot. You see some overturned tables. You do see some big pools of blood here, but you especially notice a lot of streaks and trails like either coming in or out of like the cafe. There is this kind of like waist height, like half wall that goes around it. Mostly like decorative, you know, but like you get the feeling you could lean here, maybe like put a little cup of coffee on it. There are tables around and definitely it looks like people were huddled in this corner for a good portion of it. You see some remnants of what look like fights as you look closer at that kind of wall around. It looks like some sort of instruments, whether they were weapons or something else, may have banged into the wall at one point. And what was that roll again? 23. Okay. You find tucked away is very hard to see because you get the feeling it got wet and has since like dried up and is shriveled. But you find a quill. And that quill is the base of a feather 
that seems to have this white to blue gradient that is lying there and seems to have been soaked through with blood at some point. Wait, I'm writing that down. Quill. White, blue. When I say quill, I mean like a natural quill, not like a pen quill. Right, right. And then what was the last part? It's kind of shriveled up and like stuck together because it seems to have gotten wet in blood at some point. Okay. Okay. That's it for me then. I think that's all. Can I do one more quick general investigation? Sure. Like maybe if there's a blood trail leading somewhere. Mm -hmm. 14. You don't notice anything else particularly. Okay. That's it then. Viper. Yes. You open the courtroom doors and you see this is probably one of the more orderly areas that you've seen in the courthouse. There are some vague blood trails like from the lobby, like you get the feeling maybe the fight may have started maybe on the way out of the courtroom. But overall, it looks rather orderly. You see kind of the jury section, you see the defense and uh, prosecution desks, and then you see a big, beautiful black wood judge's table. However, behind the table, you see a horned devil. Oh shit. Massive horns. He is sitting there, no wig, in a judge's robe, and he looks at you and he goes, Who are you? I'm investigating the fighting that took- No one is authorized to be in the courthouse right now. I was sent to investigate and make sure- By whom? I am the judge of this court. Right. I was sent by outside sources in order to investigate the blood and the fighting- That is exactly the point. We are trying to restrict the amount of outside sources meddling in our affairs. Understandable. I don't wish to meddle. What is your name? Lilith Hemlock. Who sent you? (laughs) Your mama. (laughs) To madre. I was sent by the union. What union? The union of mistrial and mishap that occur in court. Roll a very difficult deception check. Jesus. Roll a deception check with disadvantage. Ah, fuck, but I just rolled a natural 20. Use your advances to make it a regular roll. Oh, yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay, I rolled a natural 20. Fuck. Plus 11, 31. Holy shit. How the fuck is that shit so high? This is highly irregular. I have never heard of this. Your union has no jurisdiction over this court. I mean no disrespect, sir. We simply want to add people to the investigation in order for it not to get out more than it needs to, and- We had agents of the court infiltrate us and cause all this trouble in the first place. Really? Forgive me if I'm not willing to allow insiders in. Outsiders in, not insiders in. I understand. I understand, sir. I'm so sorry that occurred. I am merely trying to get a better understanding of what led to the mishap and where the perpetrators may have gone afterwards. How can I be of assistance? I'm happy to answer any questions, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave after that. Of course. At least until we can conduct our own internal investigation. I understand, sir. I would like to look at where the blood splatter begins, in the sense that if the fight did start here, was it by the prosecution? Was it by the defense? Was it- Okay, roll an investigation. 14? It is hard to tell. It does not look like one side took over the other. It looks like it was just kind of like in the middle of the room, like chaos broke out. Okay. She gets out a notepad to fully like put together the line of questioning. And she's like, judge, to your recollection, when did the fighting occur during the case? Was it towards a very vital piece of information that was shared? Did it seem random? It occurred or... after the conclusion of the trial. I see. Those creatures descended or appeared. I'm not quite sure where they came from. Um, what do these creatures look like, to your best memory? Monsters. Hard to describe. Two legs, feathers, white and blue. 
The head like a crocodile, clearly one of Crichton's creations. I see. Crocodile head, bipedal, feathered. All right. I'm so sorry this occurred in your court, sir. As am I. I lost many good people that day. I can imagine. The defense team, or the persecution even, have you heard of their whereabouts? The prosecution is still here. I have appointed him to the investigation. All right. Crichton had no defense team. Really? Yes. Of course, we apprehended the... (sighs) Yes, Crichton had no defense. I see. So, do you think these creatures were meant to take out a specific person or persons, or I'm under the impression they were trying to free their master. I see. Did the creatures walk or fly? They walked, but they had the ability to appear and disappear at will. Oh dear. They were incredibly deadly. I can only imagine. After this incident, did they descend upon the town, or did they leave? I, unfortunately, was not able to keep eyes on that, as I was trying to defend people inside the court. I see. I kept a lot of the jury here. Alright. To your knowledge, was Miss Crichton killed? Yes. This is confirmed. She was killed by one of the jury members. Well, after her escape, she was attacked by one of the jury members. But the leading theory is that she was finished by Jessica Felcher. I see. Thank you so much, sir. You're welcome. Again, I'm so sorry this has happened. I will get out of your hair. Very well. And Viper will exit close the door, take a deep breath, and then kind of one by one find her party members and fill them in on their story. Okay, before that happens, okay. Tyronicus, you head down the stairs. It is a long kind of spiral staircase that goes down multiple levels. And similarly, you see the bloodstains here along the stairs. But as you head down, you hear, You want anything, you? Silence. And then you see a Leshen, this very large humanoid tree-like creature walking out from an open cell. And you hear no response to the question, and then he goes, Okay. And as you walk down the steps, the sound of your footsteps carries in this kind of very echoey, it's almost like a caverny type holding area with multiple cells down each row. And uh, the Leshen turns around and says, Hey, Mo. Oh. The Leshen immediately jumps back. You see the roots by his feet flare out a bit as he raises his hands. Who are you? Uh, Ron Hankins. Um, we've been here to uh, investigate the situation going on. This is a closed investigation. I'm sorry, Mr. Hankins. I don't mean to be rude, but this is incredibly high security. I'm well aware, but as you can see, we were let into the building. So obviously that means that we have the proper clearance. By whom? And at this point, you hear, Christoph, who are you? And coming down the stairs behind you, you hear an all too familiar voice as Monique Valentine descends the stairs. Oh. And she stares at you blankly. Oh. <laughs>
This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, T.J. Berry as Tyronicus, and Hannah Schooner as Viper. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera, with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show, or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons and Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to the Strata. There's two of them following me. I know that for sure. Hand over the package and we'll let you go. You'll let me go? Oh, that's cute. The first bullet hits me in the chest, sends me staggering back a step. All right, you assholes. Let's go! Move it! Yeah, run! That's it! And spread the word! Don't mess with rust! Ever! Anyone who tries is gonna... Oh, forget it. The Strata. In a dystopian city, an aging courier is forced to go into business with an underworld ganglord in order to pay for the treatment that keeps him alive. Check out The Strata anywhere you listen to podcasts.